This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Jake and Amir, please dry my tears. My dime of a girlfriend cheated on me. I cheated first, but it hurts worse when I think about how she said he was bigger than me. Ouch. I'm feeling blue. What should I do? What would you do if I were you? What would you do? What would you do if I were you? Beautiful. Beautiful. A classic acoustic jam. That was J.D. Zyke. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Try to... The Zyke was Reich. Zyke is in the house. <laughs> How do you think he spells Zyke? Z-E-I-K. That's Reich. Yeah. It's absolutely correct. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, attaches my attempt at a Jake and Amir theme song. Nothing else. No other info. No plugs. No good no luck. Plugs. No Just congrats. A Just Best a fucking Zyke. Hashtag Zyke. Zyke wins. <laughs> you wouldn't think this guy's name was Zyke because mm -hmm. the jam was very cool and Jimmy like Zyke. Zyke is a cool name. You don't think that's a cool name? Yeah, it's like it's it's like Mike, but even harder and cooler because there's a Z, Z in there. Yeah, yeah. Zyke. Z Zeke meets Mike. <laughs> and JD mm -hmm. stands for Jike Dyke. <laughs> I shouldn't have said the, uh... <laughs> obviously it's not what I meant. <laughs> when I, when I, right. the middle word is offensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's not like you I. You knew what you were going to say. As soon as you said Jake, you knew what was coming and you <laughs> powered through. You could have bailed out. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> It feels like it landed as soon as as soon as you said it into the mic. Nice. <laughs> it's actually not even Zyke. I just backed into it. Really? Trying yeah. To sneak in you just that knew word. you wanted to say that. Yeah. No, it is JD Zyke. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't be sorry for the JD Zyke. That part was normal. <laughs> now I feel like he's in. The, he, he has to apologize. We're both cancelable for that. <laughs> he's, I swear, he has to issue a, a fucking Mia culpa because his name is so fucking messed up. Uh, all right, thank you. Thank you, JD. And thanks yeah. to you guys for watching. We're back. We're, We're back, back in the lab slash studio, sitting across from each other, joshing around. You can listen Feels to good. it, of course, yeah, as you normally you can do. watch it. I you mean, watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Why wouldn't you watch it? You might as well watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Um, you went surfing this morning? Yeah. So you're in LA. 
you're embracing the surfer hashtag California lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me put those two things together. My cowabunga hang 10 attitude, aloha style. And how did it compare? You've never been surfing in LA. You've done, you tried it in Mexico, learned how to surf, and then you've been doing it on the East Coast. Yep. So what is, how did the LA surf style line up with your value system as a hashtag cowabunga surfer boy? So I thought it was pretty tubular. Really? Ultimately tubular. Damn. Though... Um, I did get absolutely wrecked. Okay. Destroyed. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I have, I don't, you can see. Yeah, some sort of board hickey, they a, call like it. Like a laceration on my neck. Yeah. Uh, my feet are cut up. Uh-huh. Uh, the board <laughs> leapt from the water, hit me in the ear once. The ear. Yeah, the yeah. ear. <laughs> That's going to happen, yeah. Um, I was fighting for my life to just get out past the break, uh, continually getting washed basically back to shore. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but then once I was out there, the waves were also too big for me to surf and I'd have to bail out and just kind of ride in like a boogie board. I see. So on the, but the interesting thing about surfing was as brutally as I got my ass kicked, mm-hmm. I still loved it. I had a great time. And I wouldn't change a thing, except I do wish I stood up a few more times. How many times did you stand? Two and a half, or maybe one and a half. Maybe like one full time and then two half times. So is it all to get up that one time, or is it like I love the process of going early and being there and putting yeah, on I love every, I love so everything. So the journey is yeah, joyful. I love, I love everything around it. I so love it, like, you don't have to stand up, really? No. I mean, I think for me... I want to have at least like one or two good rides where it feels like I went out there and did everything for a purpose and I I didn't leave as a failure. Yeah. But today I said to myself as I was leaving, I said the ocean won today. Oh, that's good. So, but even just being able to say that is cool and yeah. and to mean it. And I think like the like the real good surfers, they'll they'll they have a reverence, a respect for the ocean. Granted they're surfing like real waves and i'm sort of just battling santa monica yeah but like that attitude that they have i adopted it today i see um so in new york where i surf there's like two jetties um and it kind of creates this like um there's just a part of the ocean where the waves don't break so even as violent as the waves can get you can always go close to the jetty and just paddle out so you mean by break, like there's there's the hump part of the wave, but it doesn't actually become the white. Yeah, it water doesn't. Part it doesn't curl. Wave. It doesn't crash. Yeah. Um, today there was like no rhyme or reason. It was just all open ocean, and the waves were like crashing in different directions. So you couldn't really predict where anything was going to come. You'd like paddle out to try to surf something, mm-hmm. but then there'd be no waves, and then all of a sudden from your left something would just curl on top of you, and then you'd be like washed in and something. It's coming from the right. So, and then how far are you from like being able to stand up? Like, can you just always stand up and walk it onto the beach if you're scared oh, slash tired? Yeah, if you're scared slash tired, you would just turn your board around like a boogie board and just ride it into the sand. That yeah. would be easy. Okay. The hard part is trying to get out because you can get caught in that white water where all of the waves are breaking right. and you're just kind of like getting pushed back to shore then you're fighting to get out past that but you Uh keep on getting pushed (laughs) so like a lot of today was just me battling the white water to get out past the break then i would fall off a wave and be caught in the white water for 10 minutes try to get past past it again Mm -hmm. fall off right so yeah (laughs) hurt the ear hurt the neck hurt the foot but ultimately you like that every second of it that's interesting because what you're describing would be one of my worst nightmares, which yeah. is like waking up really early, getting thrown into a cold ocean, and just sort of battling and getting hurt. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally tubular, man. 
Mahalo. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's try to um, try to at least answer some questions now that we're here. Yeah. You're not in L.A. often. We have to sort of soak it in. That's right. Uh, I found some questions while you were straight up shredding the gnar. Yeah. While I was hanging 10. Yeah. While, while I was cowabunging and wiping out. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Actually, one of them is sort of computer related. So com the complete opposite Great. of surfing. Uh, we'll call this guy fucking Bill Gates. Nice. Not Duke Hanamoku? Who's that? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you just swore at me in Polynesian. <laughs> uh, since the pandemic started, like many people, I switched jobs. And now for the first time in my life, my whole job is online. I've never used the computer for more than an hour or two at a time before. I've always had jobs like waiting tables or being customer service. Um, I didn't have to be in front of the computer at all. In fact, in these jobs, I would ignore my phone for hours and it made me a better employee because I was not distracted or on my phone. Now, it's the opposite. And if I'm on my laptop, an iPad, and a phone at the same time, I'm killing it. This is a huge shock to me. I know both of you had had full careers where most of it is online, from Jake and Amir videos to Jake's mom's cookies to the Orion <laughs> dating app. Do you have any tips for us noobs? How do you not get tired of staring at a screen? Do you remember the first time you worked at a website, and how did you adjust to this? Mm. Do you have any special ergonomic keyboards and stuff like that? <laughs> any tips would be super helpful. Ta-da. Interesting. Bill Gates. I, I'm curious. What I feel like you can... You're better at screens than I am. I don't like it. I try to avoid it. But oh, interesting, I, yeah. I, you know, it, you have to. It's mm -hmm. it's a necessary evil to me. But you... you I don't even remember wor the world where before I had a job that required me to stare. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't even, like, um, ring any alarm bells for me if I'm staring at a screen for hours at a time. Yeah. This right, is We used normal. to have, like... Even, I feel like it used to be a little... Like, college humor, we used to have brainstorms where we wouldn't we had desktop computers. We would have brainstorms where we all went into a room yeah. and talked. And right, or notebooks. wrote stuff on a board. Yeah, and we, we there were like little pads and we would pitch our ideas. Right. And I feel like even then there wasn't like necessarily lots of like phones out. We weren't like scrolling through Instagram yeah. while we were doing that. It was just like pre-smartphone. Yeah. So you weren't constantly distracted by the phone in your pocket. Yeah. That's true. And then even before that was like, at college, you there wasn't even Wi-Fi, so I couldn't even like take my computer to class and use the internet when I wasn't just plugged into a wall. Yeah. But this is like since in the last 20 years, mm -hmm. I've basically been in front of screens the entire time. I haven't had a job that required me to not look at a screen or anything yeah. like that. And so you don't get any screen burnout. You like it. Yeah. Well, I don't say like I love it or I dislike it. It's just part of my job. It's yeah. just like just this is what are. it is. Would you it doesn't an, hurt Would you ever eyes. get an Apple Watch? No. I think that's a one step too far. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's literally on your wrist. Yeah. It's that's there all the time. It, that's why when you put your phone away, which is very rare anyway, mm -hmm. now it's like vibrating. You can see. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Constantly looking. Yeah. Constantly looking. Glasses are probably next. Yeah. God. Fucking screens right in front of your eyes. Yeah. Move I think I'm probably, right to I'm closer guys. to like getting rid of all of my devices than getting an iWatch. Well, you, you had that friend that had the tiny phone that like didn't have any apps yeah, on it or the something. light phone, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking about that thing. <laughs> it's been nine years, but I really think I can have it. <laughs> well, I mean, what would be the hardest adjustment for you is not using what? Email? Yeah, I guess, I guess email and Slack. You're not yeah. using social media. 
I I guess if I looked at like my my app usage, my the thing I use the most is um just like my Chrome app, just like so the looking internet. stuff up. Yeah, I like to I like to look things up. Yeah, that's, that's what really about good. maps? You're using Waze. Um, in New York, a little less so. You know, yeah, you don't. I, don't, I mean, I use I look at a map to see like where something I need to go is, but once I like know which trains to take or what streets, I don't like. I'm not like walking down the street looking at the map, you yeah. know. Because it's like a it's like a grid, so yeah. it's pretty easy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, like I haven't lived in New York in ten years, but I feel like I can get if you tell me any address to another address, I could probably the Hoyt Shermerhorn. Hoyt Shermerhorn. Hoyt Shermerhorn. Train station. Is that the fucking six to Ridgewood? <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> I didn't know about a Ridgewood. Okay, let's let's keep it all uh, let's keep it all in Manhattan. No, I'm getting okay. like hives. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Let's do um, Chamber Street. There's a Chambers? <laughs> do like numbers. Fine. <laughs> Fucking third. Uh, yeah. What subway's on third? <laughs> I don't know about a subway. <laughs> okay. Let's just get you from first and first, where you used to live. First and first. To 125th. I don't know. I'm I not fucking... even giving you a fucking a- avenue. You get out. You make a right. All right? You make another right. You're on... What are you on at that point? <laughs> you say. <laughs> you make a right, so you're walking down First Street towards what? Ninth. <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah, but there's other ones before that. I'm fucking scared, man. I'm going to get mugged. <laughs> See, I told you I don't need a fucking ways. Yeah. No, you're good. You're absolutely good. Um, how can the, I, I prefer, uh, we're talking ergonomic keyboards. I never had one of those, like the split keyboard where you're like, yeah. yeah, doing all that stuff. I think what I prefer versus like a, a dedicated like setup is I like having my MacBook Air, which I can just like work out on my desk. And if I'm feeling like, you know, I need to change a scenery, I need to like relax. I can just lie down on the couch. I can go sit in another chair. I can go to the dining room. I can go to the kitchen counter. These are all the places you can bring your computer. Yeah. And that, right. So I, so it's not like necessarily an ergonomic setup, yeah. but it's like I can adjust my body because my laptop is light enough and it'll just yeah. follow me wherever I need to go. I've, I feel like so often I'm like on my computer for an hour or two. I'm like, oh, all right, let me take a break, slam my computer, take my phone out. Like, let me just use this tiny computer now. Yeah, yeah. This is, I need a little recharge. The use is a little right different. Yeah. I, like, I don't, I feel like when I'm, my computer is open, I'm like planning shit or writing emails. And then when I'm on my phone, I'm kind of just like clearing out responses, cleaning things up, you know. Batting away emails, right. responsibilities. Yeah. yeah, that's, phone is, phone is cleanup. And computer is work time. That's the dirty work. You have an iPad in addition, in between? In between? I d- technically, I do have an iPad, but I, I'm i a little bit of afraid of it. I don't think I need a third device. Right. It's... What do you use the intermediate, the medium one for? Yeah. I My plan was to, it's at the office in New York, and I was going to use that as my computer there. But um, so far, I haven't had the, the gall, the gumption, the huevos. Off. I, I can't do it. You need the keyboard, and then you have the thing, and then you have the cover, and at that point, yeah. it's, like, and that I'm just it's heavier than my freaking Air. Yeah, 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 it really is. But I guess it's nice you can touch the screen. That's nice. My one tip for this guy is uh, something I've gotten in the pandemic, which is a standing desk. It helps um, mm. my backslash posture not to be hunched over, because yeah. oftentimes I would hunch. Mm-hmm. I don't like to hunch. It hurts for a long period of time. So if I'm standing and working, at the very least, I feel like I'm exerting some level of energy and mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. And my tip is a second charger. 
Two chargers. Two chargers. This oh, nice. you're going to need this. That's a luxury. Charger. Are you kidding me? Yeah. One at work, one at home. You oh, don't have to carry maybe. it. Oh, yeah. You ever get like a really good charger where you're like, wow, this is working fast? No. Or I've a never bad n- charger where you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's been like two hours. And it's I've never really moving. noticed. It's all about the size of that like square yeah, that's yeah. fucking charged. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Thank some spots. Come back and answer more cues okay. on the other side of these M's. Nice. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. (sighs) That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the fight. Uh, yes, I do. If you live in Ireland or the UK, uh, you can actually come to a NADPOD show. This week, the, when this one, when this episode comes out, we so, are. So yeah, this yeah. is this is launching on May 9th. We're gonna post this online. Cool. So May 9th is the day that I fly to Dublin. Okay. Our show is May 11th, five eleven. Yeah. Or in London slash England, eleven five. Yeah. Because they're so fucking. They're so ass backwards. It make and I'll sense. be talking about that a lot on stage. Mm. So if you want to come and defend your country, uh, is Dublin the first show? Dublin, yeah. Dublin, London, uh, Manchester, Edinburgh. Wow, the big four. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be fun. Uh, and tickets are available at natpot.com slash live. And in terms of you go being there, do we you would, see a world where, because yeah. I still haven't heard anything, mm-hmm. so I'd have to like figure out the whole right. passport It would be a situation. surprise to everyone, including Murph. If right. You, you if figure you out go the passport situation. Does you go have a passport? You go is off the grid, unfortunately. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, I could see Hugo coming to our show in Edinburgh for sure. Really? Yeah, I would love that. I was. I didn't really. You I didn't prepare sort of anything. Put my affairs in order if that's the key. You're not allowed in Scotland, are you? No, because I have the DUI thing mm-hmm. and yeah. then the import export right. sort of black. Is mark. there a country that you can go to? I can go to Norway. <laughs> I have asylum there. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Julian Assange. <laughs> nice. We were extradited together. <laughs> he was a famous whistleblower, and I just accidentally sold pills to the wrong person. But we were both on an airplane together. You and Assange. Yes, me and Julian. Yeah. Yeah, me and Julian. You're on a first-name basis with him. (laughs) Nice. For him, like, I'm Amir to him, and for him to me is Julian. To you, you call him Assange and me Blumenfeld. Yeah, I think he's a bad guy. Really? I think he's a bad guy. (laughs) You... Would say that because you don't know the okay. real Julian. I don't. I don't know enough, but I think he's bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, is Julian here? Oh, I sent him a Zoom link. He's dialing in from uh, Guantanamo. <laughs> he's in prison. Uh, okay. Here's a question about listening to other people's dreams. I already am bored by the question. Okay. Yeah. Well, this person has the same situation. I it's a lady. It. Yeah. We'll call her. Uh, you know, famous dream analyst um uh sally, sally freud freud Sigmund's yeah. alter ego love it how do i get my boyfriend to stop telling me about his dreams i'm not talking about his hopes and aspirations i'm mm. talking about the vivid hallucinations that fill one's head while sleeping my boyfriend of nearly eight years is a nice guy but when he starts to describe <laughs> his strange dreams to me i want to kill myself at a oh starbucks <laughs> why is listening to someone Trying to confusedly recall the insignificant details of a fleeting dream, the most excruciating thing. As a listener, it's hard for me to follow along dreams because they're not even linear and they do not adhere to a traditional storytelling structure. Yeah, so there there's really no beginning, happen. middle, and end. How do I tell him that his dream recounting is very uninteresting to me? The thing is, if he's been, if you've been dating him for eight years, yeah. I feel like if you say it now, it's not just like, oh, your dreams aren't interesting to me. It's like, well, what have the last eight years been? That's right. I've been doing this for a long time. Actually, I usually don't remember my dreams. Yeah, last I. night. <laughs> oh, God. You'll never believe this. I was in my house, but it wasn't my house. <laughs> and my it uncle was, actually... was there. A giant beast approached <laughs> me. It's funny because dreams are insanely interesting in theory. When they're happening. Yeah. Um, but like who the fuck gives it? Who gives a shit? Because they don't mean anything. Uh-huh. There's no, there's nothing to sink your teeth into. Yeah. So maybe all you can do is try to care so much about his dreams that it kind of exhausts him. Oh, interesting. So like, so Lean he tells you your it. dreams like... Um, what do you think that means? Oh, you must be stressed out at work. Oh, maybe you have a like you have to talk through that with um with your boss. Yeah, you know, and you start kind of like giving calendar, yeah, giving advice based on that. It's like, oh no, no, I I thought it was just interesting. Yes. Oh, maybe no, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do this. So start giving dream based advice. Interesting. Or you can do the same thing to him. You start like I actually I also have a dream, and Mm -hmm. this is what happened in my dream. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, see if you could bore him worse. Right, exactly. So of. yeah, give him a taste of his own medicine. And that's right. Except at a certain point, what if he's like, you know, into it? And then it's right. like, all right, let's go to fucking dream camp. Yeah. And let's get like lucid dreaming. What if you were just like, uh, like he's like, oh, like he starts telling you about the dream and you're like, oh, no, I know. I know. Yeah. No, I had the same dream. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing happened to me. 
So and then you change the subject. Yeah, there you go. So he's sort of convinced you're like a, a Freddy Krueger type. Yeah, like a little psychic type thing. Yeah, a nymph, as it were. Are we? Are we're at a place where we can have shared dream experiences at this point? Why are we like trying to? put people on Mars. Like, mm -hmm. I want to be able to dream the same as you. That should be doable <laughs> at this point, right? I don't need to live in outer space. I want to be in your head when you sleep. I want to have a shared subconscious. That's kind of what VR is. Yeah, that's right. But VR, but asleep. Yeah. So. Yeah. You would I don't know. Even that sounds boring to me. Really? Shared, I shared dream sounds exciting to me because then we both fall asleep. God, we wake up. Yeah, but I'm so cool. tired from the day. You know, I don't want to hang out with more people. And my, <laughs> I see you all day on Zoom. Mm -hmm. We we are in constant communication. And then at night, you and I hang out. And just sort of I just like, yeah, just like, oh, right God there. damn it. Hey, this is crazy. <laughs> Pick up a gun. It's a carrot. Yeah, it's a shit. carrot, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in my dream last night, there was this giant fucking animal. And I said... How is this, is this animal scary or dangerous? And then the guy's like, no, it's okay. It's Who's half. the guy? Well, I'm just a fucking animal expert in my <laughs> Yeah, so you barely remember. He said, it's half turtle, half man. They were genetically <laughs> altered. It was a so it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle that you had a dream. Yes, but it didn't look like that. Was the expert Splinter? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a different rat. Um... You could also just be like, oh, I have to tell you about my dream and then just like make it really sexual. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's like- With that, with him or just someone else? Different. Yeah, your ex. Mm. Yeah. So I was like getting railed by my ex. You remember. Yeah, Travis. Travis. Yeah. Um, so he was railing. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened? That was it. Because in your dream, was, you could do anything you want. I'm going to go back want. to bed. It was a lucid dream. <laughs> and I did exactly what I wanted. It was actually a daydream. <laughs> I was lost in thought. <laughs> you can get those uh, headbands that make you lucid dream. Have you seen those? No, but I only lucid dream anyway. Yo, you can control your dreams? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's the only kind of dream I have, which is why I only have sex dreams. That's really cool. It's absolutely epic. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're, all your dreams are you just having sex with people? I've never had a dry night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> a dry dream or a dry... So you'll always sort of wake up and, uh, yeah. That's what I was, Surf's up, cowabunga. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's another one. She wants me to slap. Okay. I'm writing to you. We'll call this person Will Smith. Remember the Oscars? <laughs> yeah, that was Keep good. my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> I don't want to swear, but. Right. You don't want to swear. He's, you said a really derogatory uh Name for a lesbian I'm writing to you with a conundrum. I'm a 30 year old guy from the UK who's in a long term relationship with a girl who I love. Everything is great. With the cheese being seized, she wants me to hit slash be overly rough with her. Now I'm all for some sexy rough play and the like, but I don't feel too comfortable with Chris Browning the love of my Jesus life. Jesus Christ. That's what he said. I know. I want to make sure she's having a good time and feeling well chine. But I'm worried that there will be a fine line between sexy good time slaps and show me on the mannequin where he hit you slaps. So how do I go? How do I approach this without going to prison? I mean, I think no one's going to kink shame anybody here. Okay. This is not my cup of tea. I don't like the it's rough disgusting. stuff. 
It's perverted. I, to me, there should be no pain involved in sex at all. I like a, a nice little cozy sex. That's that's the vibe. <laughs> you don't like any of the hurting parts. No, no, I don't like that. A pinching, a biting, a slapping, a choking. <laughs> that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that is your thing, go with God. Awesome. I think the way to find the line is to have good communication with your partner. Get if they're writing. saying, I want you to slap Get me. Get it in writing, you... a contract. And that to be, I mean, there are things like the safe word. Yeah. Contract is good. A prenup. That way it's all signed. Yeah. An affidavit. An affidavit and an <laughs> <Yeah>. NDA. <laughs> Sorry, you legally can't say or do anything. Also, you gave me explicit written consent. I think you just, you say, I'm, I want to make you happy. I'm worried about going too far. So help me find where the line is. And also, you don't have to push it right up to the line. You can find out where the line is and stay 10 feet back. Yeah. That is okay. I feel like hickeys are the most PG version of this where Mm. you can sort of leave your mark. And it does hurt a little bit. And then it's like that's like the pre-sex version of pain in romantic situations mm-hmm. it all starts with the hickey yeah you do a lot of the hot wax stuff right <laughs> i'll do candle <laughs> and i'll have a french press near the bed and it's never used on purpose but if it should spill on me and i'm like ah that's fine <laughs> you, just, you just like getting burned i like i like putting a little pyromaniac and every once in a while i'll get pricked but i never want it to be on purpose yeah i think it's just about communication it's just about communication as long as you're having fun too but what if, yeah, what if the other person's like, I want you to hit me so hard that I'm bleeding or I'm hitting so hard that, like, I, think, I have well, a mark. Well, then, like, then you found the line because you, then I don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> that's, the, I'm not going to leave, I'm not going to bruise anybody. Yeah. You know? But then what if they slap you and go, hit me, hit me, you little pussy. And yeah. they're, like, punching you. Then they should not be writing into our podcast. Mm, okay. I think talk to a counselor at that point. Yeah. I can yeah, see that. For sure. I can see that for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, yeah. How do I approach this without going to prison? You want to make clear the rules before mm-hmm. heading in there. Safe And words. you can also say, as much as you like it, I actually dislike it. Right. Hence, it's not worth it to keep going. Yeah, but then you find that middle ground. So, it's like, I like rough. It's like, I actually don't, but I'll be a little rough because that's what you like, but mm-hmm. that's not going to be like my cup of tea. Right. So then, you know, that person's not necessarily expecting like the full rough housing. And then you could also have an open relationship. Those work out great. Open that's in like, uh, you can do this with me or with somebody else. And it's like, I don't like rough stuff, but if you need to get slapped, go get it, girl. That's really cool. Yeah. Imagine being that supportive of a lover. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Like, I can't give that to that's you, a future but I want, I want you to, to have that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah. It's like, have, go at it. Yeah. Go with God. Go with God. And not even in a lucid dream right. style. Go to state. God. Go yeah. see God. Go find God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'll be here waiting for you because mm-hmm. I want to be here with open arms when you yeah. return from your lover's embrace. That's cool. <laughs> I will ice your wounds. <laughs> she has a hickey. That's so cool because I wasn't willing to give that to you. So who did? <laughs> I want to shake the man's hand that sucked on your neck. Put her there, brother. Thank you so much for hurting my wife in the way that she needed that I wasn't able to provide. It gives you a hickey too. Oh, oh you're rough. <laughs> my God, I can see why you like her. Enough horsing around. <laughs> uh, all right. Another break, but we mm. got some real juicy ones on the other Good. side. On I the mean, other side, like, hard. None of nice. None of this fucking slapping thing. Yeah. We really get into it. All right. Good. 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 
Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we have returned. Yes. How's this for a question? Did I accidentally get a sugar daddy? Whoa. Love that. Accidentally. Love it so far. Accidental, accidental sugar daddy. Okay. A 23-year-old female living in California recently okay. made an online friend who lives out of state and is seemingly very, very well off as he's offered to take me on trips, buy me things before, and I've always said no because I don't know him too well and I don't want to take advantage of him and his wealth. So the problem is, my newly bought car just broke down and I need to buy a new one, but I don't have the money right now as I just bought the other one. He's offering to buy me a new car and I could really use the help, but I just don't know what to do. He says he doesn't have any ulterior motives, but I can't imagine someone would just gift someone a new car without Mm -hmm. wanting something in return. Am I overthinking this? Should I just take the free car and be grateful? Or decline and be carless, but keep my dignity. Help. Very interesting. I will say two things. He definitely wants something in return, obviously. He's not that, just giving up, giving up the car for It's no not just reason. goodwill. There are plenty of like charitable organizations that he could give to. Yeah. Um, like 1877 Cars, cars for, for Kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donate your car, car today. today. Yeah. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Yeah. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Yeah. You um, should donate your car. I. You my, should donate your new car to kids with a K. It's a I lease. Think. I can't do that. 
It's a lease. <laughs> Buy out the lease. Donate your car today. Today? I can't do it today. I'm not even... My car is in a fucking long-term parking at JFK. I can't do it today. Donate your car today. I can't do it today. I have to get in... I have to buy out the lease. Buy out the lease today. I have to buy out the lease And today. then when you land, donate it to Donate to, to Cars for Kids? It's what, a 2019? It's 2020. It's a 2020 <laughs> Toyota 4Runner. And I can't just give that... I, what would I drive? You would get a Civic or a Prius C. <laughs> I... I just I need my car. You'll have a car. <laughs> You'll lease to own an Audi. He <laughs> used to lease to own an Audi. My dad used to lease to own an Audi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's why my dad once had an Audi. <laughs> yeah, he owned an Audi. He oh. leased an Audi. Um so, oh, so this is what I was saying. There are strings attached, but there's n- you don't have to honor them. This isn't like a legal trade. Mm. I think if you would theoretically not even be taking advantage because he says he has no ulterior motives and he'll buy you the car and then he'll say, you should come visit me for a weekend. I'll fly you out. And you'll say, I don't want to, or I can't or whatever. And he'll keep on asking. And then you'll say no. And then eventually he'll be like, I bought you a car. You should really come thank me in person. I see. And then, then the shoe will drop. Um, Here's the problem with the car thing is that they have to have so much info. Yeah. You can't just, I don't think you can just give someone a car. It's like mm-hmm. you have yeah, to yeah. register the car. And you then... should just ask them for the down payment. You know, you yeah, just say, Venmo me. Twenty-one thousand dollars. Definitely, and I'll just buy the take car. cash. Don't don't put cashier's the lease check. In, yeah, sent to a PO box. There you go. And then I'll take the money and I'll get myself a car. Thank you. Yeah, cashier's check sent to a PO box is better. You don't even want to give him your like routing number. Let's not do an ACH transfer or anything. That's like too much that. information. No. The maybe car... Zell. Yeah. Zell actually could work, <laughs> but he might have a limit. But you know, if he's rich, maybe he doesn't. Well, that's so. the nice thing about crypto; it's completely anonymous. Mm-hmm. You can send someone a few BTC. Ask for a Bitcoin. Yeah. I would say you don't have a sugar daddy yet until you've actually accepted the cash and gifts. Well, she said she's already sort of um, gotten some stuff from him, right? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this is a weird... Oh, sorry, he's offered to take yeah. me on trips and buy me things, but I've said no. It's weird. I don't, I don't, I'm so far removed from this world. I have no idea how, I like, on one hand, it seems kind of fucking, like, dangerous to be indebted to somebody who's, like, giving you cash, then you become dependent on him, whatever. But then, on the other hand, it is free stuff, and if you, if you have the willpower and you can, uh deny his other advances yeah maybe it's fine yeah i don't know my one fear is that when the housing and cars it's all just like they need to know everything about you right and he'll have to know everything yeah i guess the risk is becoming too dependent if if you if he's like oh i'll get you a car but he's just making your car payments every month yeah then you really need him and that's not that's fucking that seems a little muddy yeah whoever like walks into a car dealership and is like here's a check for forty one thousand dollars give me a full car and i don't have to pay anything ever again that's not quite how it works i think it's fucking scary although this question is kind of weird too my newly bought car just broke down and i need to buy a new one what could that possibly be? Newly bought doesn't necessarily signal new car. So she bought a used car. She might car, have bought a used car. And they're like, the engine is dead. 
crapped out and you that's have to buy a yeah, new one. It's, the car is totaled it'll cost more money to fix it than you paid for it there's just no reason. broke down not broke even down. like broke not even like yeah. i wrapped it around that'll a tree. happen you know not yeah that'll happen something re- something goes wrong dead with, car yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she needs to buy a completely new one from scratch yeah what if he's buying like a shitty old used car? Like, I'll just fucking send you a Toyota Corolla 1992. Mm-hmm. I have an extra car. I'll put yeah. it on a truck bed, send it down to California. But he's still got to register it and all this stuff. It seems bizarre. He'll to have me. access. Yeah. He'll have access to your records, to your accounts. You have to go to the DMV, get a new license plate. Yeah. I mean, he might be nice. He might be nice too. Yeah. But that's unfortunate. I. Yeah. It must suck to be a really rich older guy who actually does want to give people gifts because well, think everyone thinks you have ulterior motives. He has ulterior motives, but he might also be like, I, I like want to hook up with this person, but I'm a nice guy and I'm just going to try to do it through gifting and giving right. rather than anything else. And that might be it. But I feel like we as men have such a bad reputation that I would say still stay away. Right. You basically have to avoid the nice guys as well just to really steer clear of the bad ones. Yeah, it's like if you see some guy who's like really like creepy looking and he lives in his mom's basement, but he's just a nice guy. Like mm-hmm. that guy has a bad rap because like you always hear about the creepy guy that lives in the yeah. mom's basement yeah. that's like building a fucking bomb down Basically there. everything a guy does is creepy until it's not. So like, we're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. You say, oh, like, I'll buy you that. It's, it's seemingly innocuous and nice, but it's, but it's like, but then what's your expectation? And right. what happens when you don't get what you expect and what you want? Then you get angry, right? right. Yeah. It's, it's like, not yeah. worth the stress. <laughs> it's not worth the risk. What if she says, give a car to somebody else? Mm. That person will then give me the car. Right. Oh, give a car to my dad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Let me put you in touch with my dad <laughs> and you can explain to him. He'll have to go to the DMV with you and you'll have to change your registration and yeah. title. By the way, you guys are the same age. You should play golf together. <laughs> but you'd have to pay for the round because, you know, you're his sugar dad. You're, you're my sugar grandfather, Father, technically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A sugar granddaddy. That's a really good idea. Yeah. That's actually, it's brilliant. Sugar Granddaddy is probably a good domain name for our next Squarespace ad. Yeah, it's also a good name for a, a show, a mm-hmm. thing that we're pitching, like a TV show. It's like, you all know mm-hmm. about Sugar Daddies, right? Yeah, Sugar, sugar Granddaddy. Granddaddy. This is like, yeah. yeah if you want to get with me, you got to give my dad a car. <laughs> sort of a we have, we have The pilot just wrote itself. <laughs> There's no second episode, unfortunately. Right. But well, it won't go to sense. air. Uh, okay, one last question. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of options here. A lot of options. Okay. Do you want to do... <sighs> All right. Here's sort of a quick and easy one. All right. Um, to preface this, I'm stoned out of my mind. Nice. Right. Um, we'll call this lady um, uh, Stony. Uh, but what's the Shout harm in asking you guys? This whirlwind of a question rather than my therapist. I broke up with my fiance six months ago and recently started thinking I might be a lesbian. I've always known I'm bi and I've wondered how to, if I've preferred men over women. Recently, I've been noticing more women than men and this has gotten me confused. Uh, the only experience I've had with a girl was negative. She strung me along for four years. I was deeply in love with her and she always implied that she'd sleep with me one day, but it never happened. She told me she couldn't be with someone else who wasn't a lesbian and left me. Hmm. 
The question is, should I start experimenting with other women so close after a breakup with my fiance? I mean, we were together for five years and planned a wedding together. I feel like if I turn, if he found out, he would be hurt because I don't think he's over me yet, but I'm a thousand percent over him. I'm also a little nervous because I feel like I'd be losing my virginity again, even though I'm in my late 20s now. Wow. I mean, this lady's high. Yeah. But is she bi? I mean, definitely bi, right? Because she was sort of sexually attracted slash engaged to a guy, but also attracted to and with a woman before. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a sliding scale. You know, yeah, you can't. Nobody's fully straight or fully gay. You're probably mm-hmm. somewhere al- along this like spectrum, as they say. Yeah, and it's. I also think you co- can go through like phases with it too. Yeah. Um. So you're you're into women right now. I think see it through. If your only concern is the guy's feelings, then you've already done the hardest thing, which is call off the wedding and break up, and you're a thousand percent over him. Yeah. So it is definitely time to stop letting the way he feels guide any decisions in your life yeah you've gone through the hardest part um you don't have to like share with him anything else yeah you guys are broken up so i would also personally if somebody broke up with me i would be less offended if they ended up with another woman versus another dude yeah because that was something you couldn't necessarily provide that's right it's like what do i have that she doesn't oh a oh. feminine energy. <laughs> yeah. And emotional I intelligence. I get, I get it. Get it. Yeah, I, get I it. absolutely get it. <laughs> She's emotionally available to you. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Not me. Mm-hmm. So specifically, am I a lesbian? Who knows? Who's who's Who are we to define it? Yeah. Um, but there's only one way to find out. And it sounds like your, your bad experience with a woman before shouldn't necessarily color the entire thing moving forward. It's time it you know, you're in your late twenties and you are talking about losing your virginity all over again, yeah. as you say. But what better time than now? Yeah, late twenties is not that old. Yeah. You also don't have to dive right into losing your virginity and having sex with women all the time. Just like go on a few dates with somebody, you know, and see if it feels good. And Baby steps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, that's it. That's our show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, you can watch these episodes now on our YouTube, If I Were You Show, on YouTube. Yeah. We're also still making videos on our Patreon. Damn right. Patreon.com slash JA. Ja. We're also making this podcast every week. So there's I mean, my God. there's going to be enough for yeah. you. Don't Just, be like offended if an episode is a little short. Right. Because then there's this is like episode 540 or something. Yeah. So it's like there's other shit you can watch. Right. I don't think anybody complains about the length or the amount of ads or anything. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. I haven't looked at the comments or anything, but I think we're, yeah. I think we're good there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not looking at the comments? No. no. Okay. But you're sure what they say? Uh, yeah. I'm sure what they say. Okay. Yeah. I um, think we're good. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Godbunga, um, man. Uh, that opening and closing theme song was written by J.D. Zyke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the Zykstra piece again. That's a Zyke masterpiece. Right. Thanks for you guys listening. We will be back next week. Zyke. Zyke out. Take an Amir, please dry my tears. My dime of a girlfriend cheated on me. I cheated first, but it hurts worse. When I think about how she said He was bigger than me I'm feeling blue What should I do? 
What would you do if I were in the zone? <laughs> How long was I gone? <laughs> You're rolling. What would you do? What would you do if I were? <laughs> we are Zyke. <laughs> that was a Hidgum original. <laughs>